I'm Nick Forster. Welcome to E-Town. This week, we're going to revisit a show from our 2015 season. It's one of our favorites, and it starts right now. Live from E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's musical guests. From Los Angeles, California, Axter Bingham, recording artist Ryan Bingham. And from Nashville, Tennessee, New West recording artist Nikki Lane. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, join me in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. Welcome to E-Town Hall, our little solar-powered musical town hall meeting. We've got some very talented guests this week with us. We've got a, a great Achievement Award story, and we've got a rousing finale. All that stuff is coming up. And we have some Southerners in the house this week. We have a, an artist from South Carolina and Tennessee. We have an award winner from North Carolina. And our first guest, he was born in New Mexico, grew up in Texas, uh, when his neighbor in this little town down by the Mexican border, was playing guitar one afternoon and he started drifting over there and he heard this guy and eventually he brought his guitar over that had been living in his closet and the neighbor showed him how to play a few things and that led to songwriting and a brief foray into bull riding and back to songwriting and then uh, led to gigs and clubs and bars and, and eventually having his songs uh, included in film. And that led to him becoming really one of the most sort of, I guess uh, he had the most attention in the world probably of any songwriter for a brief period of time where he won a Golden Globe, a Grammy, an Oscar, and the Americana Music Award for Artist of the Year all still in his 20s. And it's with good reason. He's a very talented singer, very talented songwriter. Very glad to have him with us this week. Please help me welcome for his first visit to E-Town, Ryan Bingham. Heard that you can dream beyond your doubts. 
transceiver is living in the here and now. The radio makes me wanna just lose my day.
woke up this morning undressed Might have been a little too drunk I can't get you out of my head You shot me up Guitar, Nate Barnes on the drum. Brian Bingham, thanks for being here. Good to hear you play and sing. Yes, thanks for having me. Got a couple of Boulder guys with you. Yes, I do. Boulder Town. <laughs> Daniel and Nate from uh, the band Rose Hill Drive. Glad those guys are here back on stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's an unusual. Um, it's an unusual combo. Acoustic guitar, electric guitar, and drums. But it sounds cool, sounds right. Yeah, you know, it's fun sometimes just kind of mixing it up. And yeah. You can, it, there's no rules, you know. 
Hey, I want to just uh, talk a little bit about your story because it's such a cool and unusual story. Just, I love the piece about your neighbor playing mariachi music next door and you bringing your guitar over and him teaching you stuff. And it's very romantic. I'm just curious about how you got into bull riding because that seems like such an odd choice. <laughs> well, that started when I was, I was fairly young. Uh, my family uh, ranched out in New Mexico where I was born and my uncle rode bulls and I just kind of got into it young, at a young age growing up around that environment of um, going to junior rodeos and things like that. And so, yeah. you know, I started riding steers in the junior rodeos and then kind of worked my way up from there. And, and uh, it just kind of really came out of, you know, my heroes were, you know, my dad and my grandfather and my uncle, these cowboys that were raised on that ranch and that grew up ranching out there. And so that's all I really kind of ever wanted to be was, you know, wow. just like them. And so I started riding, riding bulls and, and roping a little bit and, um, that's how I got into yeah. that. Yeah. It's funny because just, you know, being outside of that world, it seems like you would have to be pretty reckless and uh, kind of a daredevil and, you know, maybe even have a death wish if you can do that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, well, maybe I've had a little bit of that too. I don't know. <laughs> did you ever break some bones doing that stuff? I did. I, uh, I knocked all these teeth out. And that's why they're all so white. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're not. I, you get I didn't get them. them when I moved to Hollywood. I got them when I lived in Texas riding bulls. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to also think about the difference between you know being a musician, living in LA now, and and just being on the road. You've been doing this for a while. I'm trying to think about the different communities because that's a you know there was a posse of of rodeo people and bull riders and and uh, you know cowboy rodeo cowboys that you were a part of when you were doing that. I'm trying to think about what's the difference between that crew and the and the musician crew that you travel around with. Is it sort of the you know some similar stuff? It's very similar. You know, I think it really prepared me for the <laughs> life on, on the road as a musician. You know, it's it's just a traveling circus. You you know set it up, break right. it down, and and going down the road with a bunch of your buddies. You know, it's really that's how I got into really playing music. You know, going to these rodeos on the weekends with my friends and. You know, a lot of times we would, I would just, I started taking the guitar with me and sitting in the back seat of the truck and late at night going down the road, we, I would play the guitar and we would make up these silly songs about our adventures on the weekends and, and then it eventually would just kind of spill over into the bar, or, you know, right. somebody's party or house and then yeah. people just, my friends kept hey. asking me to play the songs. So oh, cool. I never really played cover songs because I only knew two or three chords on the guitar and I didn't really have a good enough ear to listen to the radio and and figure out what they were doing on these songs. So um, it was a lot of just, you know, making up one and two chord songs and, yeah. and talking. And then it, when I started writing, like a lot of it was just playing the guitar and just letting kind of this stuff ramble off the top of my head. And then all of a sudden I just discovered this outlet for, you know, all, all of my emotions and things that were going on. And, right. uh, you know, young man in his early 20s and things like that, just trying to make sense of the world and yeah. trying to make sense of myself. And You lost your parents you know, pretty early too, right? I did, and that's, you know, it was a big reason. It just kind of, that was, it became my way to vent and kind of get that stuff off my chest because it's pretty much on my own and just kind of out there drifting around. And yeah. so once I found the guitar and found that way to release all of that, <laughs> it, it, it pretty much was there to stay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's the song? Is it called Never Far Behind? Is that one sort of about losing your parents, right? It is. And it's, um, you know, I think in one way or the other, that's really been in a lot of my songs. And, you know, whether I knew it or not, or whether I wanted it to be in there or not, it like, you know, in your subconscious somewhere, it always sneaks in. And right. a lot of that whole record, that Tomorrowland record, was yeah. just about 
kind of letting it all out and leaving it all behind, yeah. you know. So that was just something I felt like I just kind of needed to get out of my system. Yeah. <laughs> in case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. I'm here with Ryan Bingham. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, you know, how big a deal it was getting your song and that movie, Crazy Art. That was a kind of a game changer, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was such a surreal experience. It all, it all happened so fast and... It was like a tornado that just blew through my life and lasted a moment, and then it was over. And yeah. Well, you look good going up to get your Oscar. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, am I right that you're going to be a dad at some point pretty soon? Is that yeah, I am. Yes. Up? Yeah. yeah, it's getting so close. Yeah. There's a whole other thing of whole nother bunch of emotions you can channel into songs. Or just, it's oh, yeah, there. it's all there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the CD is out, and uh, it's including some of these guys. You recorded it in L.A.? Yes, we did, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, uh, and you're, you're touring a bunch? or Yeah, touring a bunch and uh, getting ready to tour a whole lot more. Yeah, I know yeah. you're going to be in Europe. I'm sure you're popular over there in a big way. It's been fun, you know. It's part of the reason I got into really playing music was to travel and, and see different parts of the world and experience different cultures. So I'm pretty excited to yeah. get to go over there. Well, we're glad your your, your travels led you here. So yeah. me too. Let's get back to music. Welcome back, if you would, Mr. Ryan Bingham. Thank you. Carrying my trouble, this pack strapped to my shoulder. Ever since I was a baby, I've been running from everything I know. You tell me about my trouble, cause nobody knows about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble, except for my baby and me. Well, I was born a cowboy. Way out west in New Mexico When times are tough, we had to let it go We moved to town, but they couldn't move it out of me It's way down in my blood Thicker than anyone on the stool Nobody thought that I ever would Get away with the trouble in me Cause well, it didn't take too long For the pills in the bottom of a bottle Dig a deep grave with a shovel And bury everything that a young boy needs But I found me a guitar A lonely night in a border town My pain started to ride it down But it wouldn't stay away from me And I've been carrying my trouble Miss pack strapped to my shoulder Ever since I was a baby, I've been running from everything I know. You tell me about my trouble, so nobody knows about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble, except for my baby and me. Well, I got the hell out of there, made my way up to the big town. I checked myself into the lost and found. What do you know, my baby come for me Now I'm living a good life Away from all of the bad advice 
Bingham. The CD is called Fear on Saturday night. Nate Barnes, Daniel Sproul along with him. They'll be back to play some more music later on in the show. We'll be back with the Achievement Award followed by lots more music after a break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. You're listening to E-Town. Forster, you're listening to E-Town. Ryan Bingham's going to be back later on, uh, play some more music. And coming up, great singer and songwriter who's now living in Nashville, Nikki Lane, is here. But uh, before we bring her out, every week we get a chance to share a story with you guys of uh, someone who uh, we got to know with the help of one of our listeners. It's always a story about uh, someone who looked around and saw an opportunity to make things better, make things different, and they actually took the time and the effort to do just that. Simple stories about folks just trying to make things better. Uh, we get to share their stories on the air and recognize them with something called the Achievement Award. Here's Helen to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. Our story comes to us from WNCW listener Kathy Weisfeld of Burnsville, North Carolina. Kathy says she loves the Achievement Award stories, and in fact, she was inspired to make her own nomination this week of two worthy people, Robert and Glenda Wyatt, also of Burnsville. 
Robert was a reporter for a regional uh, newspaper called the Asheville Citizen Times. He was assigned to write a story about students in a neighboring county who were going hungry over the weekend without school lunches and such to help sustain them. Well, that got Robert thinking. Was weekend hunger a reality for students in his own county? He and his wife, Glenda, asked friends who were teachers and guidance counselors in their community, and they learned that this was, in fact, the case. So they began a grassroots effort to address that problem of weekend hunger for school children. And Nick, I'm excited to say that Robert's here with us in person to tell us more. So please join me in welcoming one of our two Achievement Award winners of the week from Burnsville, North Carolina, Robert Wyatt. Hey, Robert, how are you doing? Doing great. You came a long way to be here with us. I'm so glad you did. I'm glad to be here. So tell us about the county where you live. Tell us about where you come from. It's a very rural county, uh, less than 20,000 in population. Mm -hmm. Unemployment rate, I think, still a little bit over 15%, and very spread out, yeah. uh, very large county. Right. There are a lot of these kids who have absentee parents mm -hmm. or they have parents. We've had a lot of industries who have closed. Right. And so a lot of parents lost very good paying jobs. So I'm trying to just imagine. So you became aware of this. How exactly? We learned about it through school nurses having kids come in who were on what we call free or reduced lunches, yeah. meaning they're already somewhat low income. And they were coming in on Monday morning just shaking or were falling asleep at class. And as they started quizzing them, they started saying, well, you know, Friday lunch was the last meal I had. Right. So we need to give them some healthy snacks that they can squirrel away. Juice boxes, some granola bars, some individual cereals, fruit cups, that sort of thing. That's great. We give bags to everyone from kindergarten through high school. Wow. We have uh, seven public schools and one other school that is like for developmentally challenged kids yeah. who came on board last year. That's so cool. The guidance counselors and the teachers very covertly and very nicely kind of slip the bags into their backpacks. They're not, they're not embarrassed. They're not embarrassed and yeah. there's no peer pressures. So. Yeah. And the age range for the kids who are served is? Five to 18. Five to 18, wow. And do you hear that it uh, helps, that it makes a difference? We have actually gotten some amazing feedback, everything from kids, just from some teachers saying kids are just brighter, more alert when they come into school, they're not falling asleep, to some teachers have actually given us scores that they are moving up in percentile, up oh. into the 90 percentile, oh, you know, that cool. sort of thing. And where do you get the stuff? Where do you get the food and the snacks and the juice and the granola bars? We have some donated to us. We have 12 to 15 churches in the area who help support us, and they have volunteers that help work with us, and they will have collection times during the year. But the majority of it, we actually go to a wholesale place and buy it. Yeah. Because that way, we can keep it in date, which is one of the requirements. We have to have it in date. It can't be expired for it stuff. Cannot. Yeah. And go into the schools. And am I right? Is your wife's name Glenda? Yes. Glenda. So you and Glenda, and you have help? You have volunteers from either the churches or other places? We do. We have yeah. probably rotating through the year, probably about 100 volunteers who oh, work cool. in and out. Yeah. And when did you start all this stuff? Started in the fall of 2007. And how much food do you think you've given away at this point? 
by the end of this year, we will have given out about 75,000 bags and somewhere around 150, 160,000 pounds. 160,000 pounds of food. That sounds like a lot. And no end in sight because this is an ongoing issue. I would like to work myself out of a job, truthfully, but I see it as uh, going to continue to increase for a while. Yeah. Well, good luck. And I hope that there are others who can be inspired by what you've done in your county and certainly replicate these programs in other counties. But more to the point, we hope that we can help these families come up out of poverty and be able to stick around and, you know, whether it's raising the minimum wage or finding other ways to employ them and Absolutely. Bring, bring these families up out of poverty so they can feed their own kids in their own homes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's our hope. Yeah. But meanwhile, you're doing something that has to be done. Thank you. Congratulations. The winner of this week's Achievement Award, Mr. Robert Wyatt. The organization is called Feed a Child in Yancey County, North Carolina. Feedachildyc.org. Congratulations, Robert. Thanks to our listener nominator, Kathy Weisfeld, for turning us on to this week's story. If you're listening out there, we welcome your feedback and comments about this segment or the show in general on Twitter, our two Facebook pages, or the E-Town blog. If you'd like to send us an award nomination or learn more about recent winners or listen to this entire interview again, all that kind of stuff and more is available to do on our website, etown.org. Or as always, you can write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Robert and Glenda. Congratulations. We have, as I mentioned before, more music coming up from uh, Ryan Bingham. Right now, I want to tell you about our next guest. Uh, She was raised in South Carolina, moved to Los Angeles and New York to be in the fashion world, which she did well. A breakup left her with plenty to say and an opportunity to record some songs that began her her career as a songwriter and as a recording artist she's continued her interest in fashion establishing a vintage clothing shop in nashville where she now lives she is a skilled estate sale peruser and flea market scrounger and um, is in fact in one of those flea markets where she met the producer of her latest record dan auerbach from the black keys and so this just goes to show you, you got to be out there in traffic and you got to know what to ask for when you have a chance to ask for it. And all of that has worked well, but the bottom line is she's got some real talent. We're really happy to have her with us. Please welcome to E-Town for her first visit, Nikki Lane. Um, he was right. Uh, heartache is, I guess, kind of what caused me to start writing songs and I was telling Helen earlier that the song here we put on my second record, but I actually wrote it when I was really, really drunk, about two months into dating the guy that caused me to start writing music in the first place. And when I stumbled across it while I was going through my divorce and making a record with Dan, I laughed and I said, man, if I would have listened to the lyrics of this song, I could have saved my mom from having to pay for a wedding. So there you go. Up all your best that you're leaving behind Cause you're 
picking up all your mess that you're leaving behind. Cause you go on the road for a month at a time. You swear you can't wait to get back home. You guys, give a big round of applause to Helen and Nick and the Etones. I get out on the radio and I come on these tours and I have to play by myself and it's terrifying. I love it when I hear that there's gonna be a whole band just waiting and, and gosh, Helen, are you for hire? <laughs> I'm gonna keep her. Well, I got a hole in my heart Mighty deep, cold and dark Like a tunnel It's hard to break in the stair Well, I'm sinking day Going down through the funnel I'll never stop
Nikki Lane, a powerful force of energy from the southern states, from down in South Carolina, now living in Nashville, Tennessee. So glad you're here. Good to be here. So I'm trying to imagine you were, uh, you know, now you're in Nashville and you have this pedal steel in your band, this sort of Americana twangy thing going on. And in South Carolina, I understand you weren't that into country music. Well, when I was really young, but when I was like a blossoming teenager, I was trying very hard to avoid all things Southern. So I didn't listen to country music. I had really bad hair. It was, had, had colors in it sometimes. It was, it was pretty bad. You listen I, to Christian punk, which mm, is something that not many people know. Is that written somewhere? Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, it was like, especially because my mom didn't want me listening to rock and roll or wearing black. You see how that turned out? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so Christian punk was a good excuse to get out of the house. It sounded like punk music, and the boys were cute as if they weren't as any other boys. behaving well. Yeah. And, uh, and, so, and so it became an excuse. That, but, you know, but I watched MTV to try to get rid of my accent. Oh, you see how that you went? studied, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but then I moved to California, and I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, you don't have to look like all my friends on Facebook to be from South Carolina. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I wanted to get away from the South. Yeah. And then, uh, did I make that up about the fact that you had a... a you know, a breakup, and then that led you no, to songwriting and all that He was stuff. a songwriter, and uh, he was making music, and he was like the, you know, the cool dude of Brooklyn, and like, you know, every, like, everybody thought he knew what he was talking about, but he didn't sound like he knew what he was talking about, and so I would try to give him advice, and he would say I couldn't give him advice because I didn't know. Like, he had done it for years and years and years. Well, then he cheated on me and broke up with me over the phone from about four blocks away, so I made a record, and uh, his band started backing me up. And then we got married. And then that didn't work either. That is... <laughs> and, and that's really country. Yeah. It, yeah. That's country. That might be yeah. white trash. <laughs> <laughs> you did also get to play at, uh, and record at Electric Ladyland Studios in New York. That must have been pretty cool. Jimi Hendrix's old hangout, right? Well, my manager owns it. He's one of the owners. Oh. And he runs it. I met him at, at a South by Southwest. At a flea said, market somewhere? Well, he was at a bar, and he yeah. bit, I met him, and he bit into a sandwich, and a bee stung his tongue. So he was in a vulnerable moment. I said, would you be my manager? And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> he might have said no, but I couldn't tell. Well, listen, it's, been, it's already, uh, you know, you're a young person, and you're back in Nashville, and you found your posse. You've got a rotating cast of characters in your band. You travel around. You play a bunch of festivals. You know, that must feel like things are going pretty well. They're all right. Yeah. The online store has Crushing it. upside potential. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to make another record because that's the way this business works, right? Well, I'm rushing it. We only have like three weeks off this year until October. So I'm just, that's when we get to make a record. Let's make a record. So then. we're going yeah. back to Electric Lady. Oh, wow. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I've never been there. You want to come? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I all think. right. <laughs> Settled. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, the record is out there. There's a bunch of videos out there. Mm -hmm. In one of the videos, you are kind of a badass driving around in a GTO with a baseball bat, mm -hmm. setting things straight. Did you see the back end of the truck we took off? I'm not sure I did. So right time, we did all kinds of things. We caught a motorcycle on fire because that's what I wanted to do to my ex-boyfriend. And so we did that. I saw and then, that. And then we tore the back end off of a truck and, uh, and somebody else is paying for it. I think I got to pay it back, but... yeah. Eventually. Later. Yeah, later. Well, listen, the way that's going to work is you're going to play some great songs on the radio. People are going to hear it. Then they're going to buy tickets, go to your shows. You're going to make a bunch of extra dough, and then you're going to pay off that truck. I like it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. We'll All start right. now, right? We'll start now. Okay. Welcome back, Nikki Lane.
time It's always the right time to do the wrong thing Jolly, Christian Teal, Eric Tureen, and Helen Forster singing along. The CD is called All or Nothing. We'll be back with more music after a break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town.
I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who hear E-Town on stations like KVNF in Paonia, Colorado, on KSKO in McGrath, Alaska, and WEOS in Geneva, New York. You can also watch a lot of these performances by going to our YouTube channel, searching for E-Town and the artists you're interested in. And of course, you can always find out lots more about what we're up to at etown.org. Right now, would you please help me welcome back to the stage, Ryan Bingham.
Ryan Bingham. The CD's called Fear, and Saturday night, along with Nate Barnes and Daniel Sproul, Ryan Bingham. We got time for one more song. Want to get everybody out on stage. I want to thank all our guests this week. Thanks to Nikki Lane for coming over here from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks to our award winner, Robert Wyatt, working in Yancey County, North Carolina, to help make sure kids find food on the weekends. Thanks to Helen and the E-Tones. Once again to Nate Barnes and Daniel Sproul. Thanks again to Ryan Bingham. Thanks to all of you for joining us here in E-Town. We, uh, we are going to go out with another Texas songwriter's good anthem, Towns Van Zant tune. Sing along if you can at the end. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. I'm going out on that highway, listen to them big trucks whine. I'm going out on that highway, listen to them big trucks whine. No white friend of mine I want to steal away my mind. Well, out in New Mexico, people there that treat you kind. Well, out in New Mexico, people there. Treat you kind. No white bread line won't steal away my mind. E Town's recorded live at E Town Hall and produced by a donor supported nonprofit organization. To comment about our program, nominate someone for an Achievement Award, or simply just stay in touch. You can go to our website, etown.org, email us at info at etown.org, or connect with us on Twitter, our two Facebook pages, or the Etown blog. The national distribution of E-Town is made possible by the support of E-Town's family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you.
This is a production of E-Town. There you have it, Ryan Bingham and Nikki Lane. Such different takes on these sort of fundamentals of Americana music. Great Achievement Award. Sure enjoyed that show. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.